You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Vendo's Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Mark Jordan, and we're going to be discussing Walmart Marketplace. Mark, how are you doing today, buddy? Hey there. How's it going, Darren? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Mark's one of our newest teammates. Uh, Mark, tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Sure. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, yeah, my name is Mark Jordan. I just joined Vendo about a month ago. Um, previously to joining Vendo, I actually worked for Walmart.com. I worked out of their Hoboken office. Um, I was with them for about a year and a half. For the first year, I worked as a category specialist, which is another term for like a buyer, um, specifically in their women's designer footwear. Um, I was in that role for a year, as I said, and then I transitioned to a account manager position within the actual Walmart marketplace team. So it's kind of a new team that they form a bigger focus on high volume marketplace accounts. Um, and I was specifically kind of focused on accounts that did um, a large amount of volume in footwear. So I kind of brought that to the marketplace and um, learned a lot about the back end of Walmart and kind of what goes on. So really excited to connect with Darren today and kind of talk through some key, key changes and things that are going on and how we can help yeah, no, thanks. Thanks for that, Mark. A lot of exciting stuff going on in the Walmart marketplace. Uh, and to a lot of the other marketplace sellers out there, this is Walmart's 3P version of things, right? So they got their one-piece side where you work directly with buyers on the own. Um, but today we're going to focus on the 3P side, which Walmart's putting a lot of focus on with the recent announcement of Walmart Plus, integrating Shopify, uh, several different initiatives. But why don't we start out, Mark, do you want to talk a little bit about some key initiatives? uh and best practices as it relates to the third party side yeah sure definitely so um yeah as darren said the three piece side is um a similar to kind of like a dropship model where you assortment to um your your customers um but you have full control over your own pricing and your content and such so it, that's why the marketplace route is great because you get that total control over your assortment um, but yeah, some best practices that kind of go on. First, I would just say if you are a D2C um, brand and you're not already up on the Walmart and you do have the capability to ship, I think you definitely should get your items up because you're kind of just missing out on a user base that really is ready for your items. A lot of times uh, people don't really understand customer is very different than the online customer. Online customers are willing to pay a little bit more in the, in the higher um, average unit retail. Um, and it's really a much different shop. So I would just say, firstly, get your items up. <laughs> That's very important. Uh, next, I would say you want to make sure that you're optimizing that assortment the best you can. So there's a couple of things there. Content is the first one. It's very important that you have best in class content, um, whether that's coming from your imagery, how you optimize your title, how you do your descriptions and your bullet points your keywords that's kind of all of the front facing stuff but there's a lot on the back end also which relates to data and attribution of the product as well so anytime product through seller center you want to make sure that you're actually filling in all of the data points because that will go into something that's called a content quality score and that's all about the back end data that you're feeding so if you're for example selling a shoe you want to make sure that you're filling in all the related um, columns or data points that relate to that. Even if you think that they might just be optional, it's actually really great to put all the information in because Walmart will take that into account into this content quality score, which is very important for the internal algorithm to actually understand 
how your items will rank against other items. Um, making sure you have a high content quality score across all your items is very both content, but also on the back end with data attribution as well. Yeah, one, one critical thing about that, so a lot of people don't realize that, so Amazon, you're dealing with an algorithm, right? And Walmart.com, you're dealing with the person, really. You're dealing with the buyer who can affect a lot of changes on site. So some of the things you just said right now about attribution and ranking in search, the buyers can actually catapult you to the top of search, put you ranking for certain keywords, right? Can you talk a little bit more about that, how they affect that change, just the tools you mentioned? Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. And that's also why that content quality score the high score is very important too because the buyers who kind of maybe oversee a specific category they'll be able to have very high scores and in that case it'll give them more of a um, kind of push to want to pin and boost your items to the top of search terms if they know that your items have very high content quality scores it'll show them that you know these are really good items that users might actually convert on so it's important that you have those high scores just so the buyers can see that but also just from a standpoint of marketplace too, like if you're having these items up on the marketplace and you're doing everything right in terms of, you know, you're getting your, you're getting great content. Maybe you're getting a lot of sales. You're, you're willing to invest in marketing opportunities. The buying teams will also see that as well. And they'll, are really good suppliers. Maybe we can turn them into owned products down the line. They want to make sure that you're kind of investing in Walmart holistically in all terms in that way, you know, gauge them to maybe reach out to you and in some way and really potentially potentially turn you into an owned an owned item which who knows could even turn into a slower item far down the line so something interesting you just said there about uh, omni channel right when we talk about walmart biggest advantage they have over any other e-commerce marketplace is their bricks and mortar presence being the largest uh, retailer in the world so some of the new walmart omni channel initiatives you know dropship vendor going away can you tell a little bit of our uh, tell our audience a little bit about some of those initiatives, and to your point, how that affects you know offline to online, online to offline, uh, very big advantage to, to the Walmart uh, marketplace. Yeah, definitely. Just in my short experience with Vendo now, we've been talking with a lot of the buying teams who have really been telling us that you know this dropship model or DSV that Walmart was doing for a while with many, many sellers is gonna be going away and they're hoping to actually push them into the marketplace now because obviously the marketplace is one of the most profitable channels where Walmart only takes a commission off your, your sale. Um, and DSV, it's a, it's, a, you know, it's a bit different. They're working with margin room. They have to actually take markdowns, et cetera. So they're gonna be probably getting, getting away with that for most sellers, if not all eventually, uh, just kind of leaving very, very high volume P model. Um, but yeah, DSV is most likely going to be going away and you'll, you'll, you'll be on the marketplace. So yeah, the time is kind of now to get up into the marketplace. Even if you only can get one SKU listed or whatever it is, you should really be investing in Walmart holistically in total, really truly, because you're, that you're showing Walmart that you're invested in the long term of what Walmart is trying to do omni-channel wise with, you know, um, pickup today is another big one too. Things like that shipping to store. If you can do that capability, they, they want to see that you're, you're in it for Walmart because they know that Amazon is a big competitor. So if you're not willing to show that now, you know, your chances are going to be slimmed down the line when more and more people do get up, up and running on Walmart. Yeah, great point. Uh, and maybe from a strategy standpoint, how can people utilize the marketplace to augment kind of their 1P assortment when Walmart doesn't want to own everything or take on everything anymore with the DSP side? 
Yeah, that's a great, that's a really great question. I know, and we're doing some stuff on the vendor side with some sellers right now who we have some items that, you know, we already work with store buyers or online buyers, and we have those items as an owned assortment, but we're actually, or what we're doing is pulling, pulling the tail end of their assortment onto the marketplace. Um, because if, you know, if, if, as long as they have that kind of direct to consumer shipping capability, then we can put the rest of their assortment up on the marketplace. So I'll use an example of like supplement companies. If you have like a best selling whey protein and maybe it's your chocolate flavor, but you also sell it in maybe vanilla, um, maybe there's like a peanut butter or fruit flavor, whatever it is, but the own, but uh, Walmart's not willing to take that in as an own assortment. It really does make sense to get the rest of that up on the marketplace and then kind of be able to build out collection pages. Maybe you can group these um, other flavors together with the other one, just so that um, when consumers are shopping, they actually know that there is other opportunity there for other different items in, in the same space. Um, I know we've been working a lot on brand pages and things like that. And real estate on Walmart, site real estate is so limited. So you want to make sure that when you are uploading the tail end of your assortment, if they're item, like, like items that can be grouped together, you want to make sure that you're doing that because you can't have items live either ungrouped, um, sorry, ungrouped or grouped together. They can't coexist. They have to be one or the other. So it does make sense to actually get those items up together. Yeah, that, that's a very helpful tip for a lot of our listeners here. What's the kind of the importance of the marketing side for Walmart Marketplace? So as an example, we know we have WPAs, Walmart Performance Ads, that are available almost like a very early stage of sponsored ads on the Amazon side. But um, what's the importance of driving traffic to, to your listings and which one's more important than the others? Or what are some of the marketing suggestions you have for our audience when it comes to Marketplace? Yeah, great question. I could tie that kind of back into the the get when you group the items together so if you for the example of the supplements again if you're ha if you're driving traffic to one listing as i said you can't have items coexist either ungrouped or grouped they have to be one or the other so maybe you're doing external traffic campaigns or maybe walmart likes your item so much and they're sending it to an influencer or they're doing some type of affiliate marketing what's really going on in the background because they're not always telling you but it's possible that they're doing that you really want to make sure you're, you're offering that best in class assortment in total to whoever is kind of viewing that item so it's definitely important that you're getting items to group together because traffic you know reviews sales all of that going back to one item listing is also going to organically help the internal algorithms in search as well um, as well as just show show consumers that you actually do offer um, more than just one SKU. Well, one thing we've been focused on at Vendo is driving external traffic to most marketplaces and something we're testing a lot out on the walmart.com side, but we can cover that kind of on another podcast. So we've covered optimization. We talked a bit about marketing. What about logistics, right? Shipping, um, the different shipping options on walmart.com marketplace. I know there's two-day shipping. Like, Talk a little bit about logistics for our team. Yeah, sure. So yeah, shipping, there's, there's a bunch going on with shipping. Um, and there's a couple of different services that have come out recently that you may or may not be aware of, but um, quickly, I'll just say there's a, uh, there's a partnership with FedEx. They do offer uh, FedEx reduced shipping rates. You could just search FedEx Walmart marketplace on Google and it will pop up and you'll, you'll be able to start looking into some of those rates. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it will help you. I know some other shipping models might work better, but that's one of them. Um, the biggest one that I, I remember uh, two day shipping by region is really, really important if you have an fc you know somewhere in the east coast maybe it's in pennsylvania or something you can actually go into your seller center account and under your shipping info and actually set up regional shipping down almost to a uh 
like almost to a zip code level if you want it to, just based on how quickly you are actually able to do it. Um, so you can really pick and how quickly you want to ship to different people. And when you do set that up, the site experience will actually look different to different people based on where they're located within the US. So someone who's in California, you know, won't get that, that two day shipping flag. They won't see that, but maybe the person in New York that you can ship two day to would actually see that. So it's really important that you set that up because uh, there's quite a big lift in conversion and sales of people who can uh, ship quicker to their, to their customer. Um, and then uh, kind of two other options there with shipping are Walmart fulfillment services. I'm sure you were going to ask that, ask me that about that. Yeah, Karen. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's copycat program, but yeah, exactly. Definitely. How, yeah, so Walmart. Yeah, I think WFS, I think Walmart Fulfilled Services. Um, it's in beta still. What, what do you know about that program? Yeah, so Walmart Fulfillment Services or WFS, it is still in the beta program. Um, there was uh, way too many people who wanted to sign up for it when they released it and they didn't have kind of the bandwidth for it yet. So it is like a rolling wait list. But I do recommend that you do um, you do click that apply for WFS button in your seller center account somewhere in the top right as soon as you can because uh, over you know get on that wait list as soon as you can because I'm sure the volume is going to be um, but yeah it's going to work very similar to Amazon FBA I do actually believe the costing is uh, cheaper so that's great to hear but um, yeah I, I don't think too much information has come out about kind of what they're looking at logistically with that and the bandwidth of what they're able to do but um, I'm sure there's some good additional information maybe out there maybe we can talk more about that at another time but yeah right now i would just say apply as soon as you can because you never know when it's going to open up fully um and then a spinoff of wfs that some people may or may not be aware of is a company called deliver uh it has yep. two r's at the end it, it, it's a third party that works very similar with amazon fba or with walmart and you can ship your goods to them and they guarantee uh two-day delivery um anywhere in the u.s so i know those rates can be kind of high so it may not be the most cost effective solution but if you are look if you are looking for a shipping provider deliver can do that for walmart as well as amazon and shame shameless plug here but vendo can help you with logistics optimization marketing all these things as well obviously uh being that we have our warehouse and our team of experts like mark to help you navigate a lot of these things uh lastly uh mark as we're covering seller center which people might not know that's the name of Walmart's third-party uh, marketplace portal that you log into. One interesting aspect of it is the reporting. So do you want to talk a little bit about some of the reporting features and things? It is very limited for right now, but there are some important metrics for you to follow there to make sure your account health stays in good shape. Yeah, definitely. And as you said, it's pretty limited, but there are some good things you can take away. Um, you're, you're, there's an area called your scorecard, which uh, will show your order defect rate. Um, and that takes into things of like, are you shipping on time out of returns? Uh, so you can look into kind of all the reasons why you might not be hitting a good order defect rate. It's very important to keep a good rate because that again will show kind of Walmart and the buying team that you are a great supplier, you have great products, you're not getting a lot of returns, you're not having a lot of issues. So very important to make sure that you're looking at at that site, at that part of the site. And then as, as far as kind of like some growth opportunities there's a new there's a new section called growth opportunities um and you can look at things like unpublished items and the reason behind them it's a kind of a brand new feature that 
I don't know if it was too announced, but um, you definitely should look into that because you might have a lot of items that are sitting unpublished currently with a lot of inventory behind it. And one of the main reasons is that the site end dates have passed. So if you are seeing that problem, what you want to do is just manually enter a new site end date and set that for way, way, way in the future. As long as that problem, as long as that item, you know, will be uh, can still live live that long. That way, you never run into that problem again. Yeah, good, good call out. Another and one of the last features on the growth opportunity is the assortment growth. A lot of people don't know this, but Walmart actually gives you some category insights of other sellers in your category and what's happening. They have a uh, report where you can actually select kind of a super category and then a segmented category. So like toys, and then you can go into action figures and vehicles, and it'll tell you the top 30 items selling in that category, giving you kind of their average review rating, the number of sellers, uh, whether it's offered with different shipping options, if it's in your catalog, not in your catalog, the item ID. So a lot of very interesting information that Walmart's making public there that I don't think a lot of sellers know is available to them under that reporting. Um, Mark, take, take us home here. Let's talk about real quick, summing up some of these key points for our audience. Yeah, definitely. The first thing I'd is get your items up if you're not up you're kind of missing out because Walmart's definitely looking to see who's who's ready to play and who's not so get your items up the second is to optimize the assortment once you do have it up and comes into place in two forms your front end content and your back end data attribution as it all plays into how the algorithm is really gonna gonna uh, feature you on organically internally um, Lastly, once you do have your items items optimized, you want to make sure that logistically you're optimized as well, whether it's shipping or you're looking at kind of growth opportunities and how you can, you know, best in class kind of showcase your assortment. So get your shipping in place correctly. Um, make sure you apply for WFS. Don't forget about that. Um, and yeah, just just play around in Seller Center as much as possible. As Darren said, there's some, some tools in there that maybe they're not announced, their sellers aren't really aware of yet, but make sure you're looking through kind of that new growth opportunities area and making sure that your items are actually published. That's a huge one, especially if you're using a third party kind of API that's just pushing your items, items through. Make sure you're in there kind of looking and seeing if there's anything that's kind of erroring out or a huge one. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think that kind of wraps it wraps up kind of the, yeah. the biggest key points there. But um, yeah, go ahead, Darren. Yeah, no, that that was awesome, Mark. Uh, I think what we'll say for another podcast we didn't talk about today was Walmart Plus and uh, kind of holiday. What's going to uh, come down the pipe? It's going to be very different. There's no more Cyber Monday or Black Friday. It's going to be kind of a cyber holiday altogether. I'd say, uh, given what's going on with COVID. So why don't we wrap it up here, Mark? Why don't you tell everybody how they can reach you at Vendo? Yeah, sure. So you can just shoot me an email. It's mark at vendocommerce.com. Mark with the letter K. Yep, that's mark at vendocommerce.com. You can shoot me an email and uh, yeah, happy to kind of answer any questions, hop on a call, whatever it is. Um, I love talking about this stuff. So yeah, just shoot me an email. <laughs> awesome. Mark, thanks. And, and as we said at the beginning, uh, before we start this podcast, great haircut, by the way. Uh, finally, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's much needed, much needed. <laughs> yeah, quarantine is affecting us all in many different strange ways. Uh, but anyway, Mark, thanks, thanks for all the information. That was awesome for our audience. Uh, as always, you can find us at vendocommerce.com. Uh, check all your different social media links to follow us. My name is Darren Saul. I'm our CEO. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and remember to always protect your brand and sell more.